0: Person that we're gonna talk about today, it's more of a pro than Tommy Fury.
1: Barbie was not just sitting on the straight line, she was finding angles. Stop playing
0: with food and just finish the damn thing. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, guys, and welcome back to the lockup bring you. Inside the ring of combat sports, I am your host, Dylan Reynolds, and I am joined on this wonderful, wonderful day, Fight Week for Misfits 008, but before that, Joshua Klein, my co-host, the People's Champion. How are you, and what are we getting into today?
0: I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Had a great weekend, uh, you know, and it, it, it was pinpointed by this kingpin semifinals folks it happened i can report i can finally report that this thing went down we're gonna go over it but first dylan we gotta talk to the people and read those comments
1: yeah so going over to youtube we got a comment from crease reese 4204 that says josh this will pop you whoop whoop
0: oh wow got a fellow juggalo in the house whoop whoop fam I appreciate it. And if you non-Juggalos or non-ICP fans don't know what whoop whoop means, whoop whoop means it's just a term of endearment. It's just, it's just saying hello and goodbye or that's good shit. If somebody whoop whoops at you, that's just a little friendly. Hello.
1: Hey, whoop whoop all day, buddy. Oh, yeah. That takes us over to TikTok. Hold with me here. User 3510402842493. <gasps> The man is ranked in the WBC top 40 cruiserweights. Don't need to be a world champion to be a pro. This, of course, talking about Tommy Fury, you know, kind of was talking about how how many times, I I think it was what you said, how many times does Tommy Fury have to tell me he's a pro before I actually believe him because I don't.
0: And you think rankings make me, you're like, well, he's ranked. As AEW taught me, Ranking don't mean shit. I'm sorry. In college football, rankings don't mean shit.
1: Well, don't you even remember for that? him and Jake's fight, it was either him or Jake was going to be ranked. So, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered, you know, because you guys, you know, constantly talk about how Jake's not a pro. Well, if that's the criteria, I mean, Jake was almost there. So,
0: I mean, Jake was pretty much one knockdown away of being technically more of a pro than Tommy Fury. So, I mean the the thing stands true. Tommy is like never going to be a pro in my eyes. There's another person that we're going to talk about today that's more of a pro than Tommy Fury and I'm going to eat a little crow. So and I'm going to say some nice things today.
1: Yeah. Then our final comment over on TikTok Dr. Dutch TikTok. Hot take, it was all by design talking about the the Kingpin Bankruptcy and all this stuff. It, it was all for hype. It was all a show.
0: So you're telling me we got a conspiracy, McMahon? We got, we got a work
1: going on here, brother.
0: You're telling me I'm being worked, son? I mean, I don't know. Um, I think it's possible that that was going to happen. It just makes more sense that it's on the zone. It's easier. It's more accessible. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more uh, in this episode. Um, but yeah. I think it was going to happen, especially since the issue of the creator clash, like it's hard to run your own boxing event and trying to get revenue from it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you know what, before we move on to the full thing, just a, a slight note on this, uh, I wasn't thinking about when we recorded the episode two and people kind of be like, Oh, it's weird. The zone's going to kind of corner the market on the influencer market. Um, I, I didn't real realize, or I guess I, I knew this, but I didn't think about it. But I mean, ESPN Plus has UFC, PFL, uh, 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 cage fight, uh, and a couple different, you know, MMA organizations. So it, it would kind kind of be the same. And then again, you know, the Zone also has a whole bunch of boxing promotions soccer. too.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you can watch soccer Esports. on there, like like the Zone is chess. just the Well, chess and boxing, yeah. <laughs> yeah together at once we got I, I hope one legal, day legal
1: uh PUBG PUBG world championships too <laughs> just no, I
0: would, go I would, for it man. go yes. for it i mean yes but listen people this is just, just a streaming service just like a disney plus or espn plus where it's just a housing market for things to be streamed it's not really cornering in the market i mean kind of is but it is at the same time like where else did you? Where else? Where else? Where else would Kingpin go? ESPN? Ha! Ah, you wish.
1: You you would definitely have to build up some some equity uh, oh, to yeah. to get a deal on that. And I mean, even to be fair, in some ways, it's you know, bubble. you could think of the same way with Tazone, you know. But you do we I mean,
0: you know. power slap power slap, yeah. oh, and that's working great for them, at, Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, I
1: mean, they're they're doing something. I. Uh, I mean, they're making. They're. I don't know how much money they're making, or, but I know like the views for the views that are on that app are decent. So, I it mean, for Dana everything White else, York. not really. But
0: <laughs> it's just Dana White bots.
1: <laughs> Dana White on on two tabs on Google Chrome, just one, just <laughs> opening it. Um, I remember last year when I started the lockup. I had this grand vision of what the show would look like and sound like, uh, from the graphics that would pop up to the equipment I used, and it was easier said than done. It really takes time to dial in a show, to to get the right co-host, to figure out the right format, and while I have experience in the content creator space, I needed a little help with it, and that's why I got help. Using Zencaster. It is now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Just log in using your browser. Record a high quality podcast right away. You can record studio quality sound in up to 4K video with your guests. You can feel a sense of Zen. Knowing Zencaster's multi layer recording will ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality possible, even if you or your guests internet connection is unstable. So if you've ever thought about starting a podcast and realize you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute it to Spotify, to Apple Podcasts, to all the major destinations. Go to zencastercom slash pricing and use our code T-L-U and you will get 30% off your first month of any of the Zencaster paid plans. I want you to have the same easy experience that I do when creating my podcasts and content creation needs. It's time to share your story again when you go to com slash pricing and use our code TLU you will get 30% off your first month on any of the Zencaster paid plans. We thank Zencaster for sponsoring this episode and let's get back inside the ring. So that brings us to of course this episode you know it is the Kingpin semi-finals and boy oh boy it was uh, i know you know before we started you kind of have your opinions overall i thought this was a really good show and especially when i first watched it uh the day after uh (laughs) when there was only the four fights up on the zone because of a situation we'll talk about in a second um i thought that you know the four main you know tournament fights i was like holy shit this was fucking great this was awesome Uh, and i finally got to sit down today and watch the rest of the card that they released on youtube thank god uh but i thought it was a good show what are your first thoughts josh
0: i thought the 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 first show was better maybe because it's because of the uh maybe because the whole bankruptcy thing a little bit Sure, Uh, I thought, and probably because the uniqueness of that first one is always going to be the special one. Uh, The matchups on this one, I thought on paper should have been better than what they were. Kind of disappointed a little bit in some, some fights, (laughs) and no knockouts. I mean, like it's kind of hard to be like, oh, that's a great. And There's no knockouts. It's just like, oh, constantly going to a referee's decision. And you're just like, all right, you know. So each match, you know, going to the distance kind of makes it bog down a little bit, makes it seem longer uh, than just like, hey, this is what matches 16, 16, 27, 27. I mean, I'm like, I mean, those add up. But uh, yeah, I thought it was definitely better than Misfits 06, maybe not as better as 07. I thought 07 was the probably pretty great. Better than this card.
1: Now, the you know the one thing I will say to that uh, would maybe be that the the competition is more even. I would say for for most of these fights, because I think that's the thing we've traditionally seen with the knockouts in this scene is it's usually when it's kind of a, a mismatch and a one sided and, and a guy who's gonna just.
0: When we get to the main event, I have a lot – I mean like I said, I'm going to say some nice things. But I'm also going to – there's some criticism still here. Of course. Brother. Um, I thought uh, I thought Barbie should have, definitely should have knocked out uh, Emily Brooke, right? It's Emily Brooke, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I thought she didn't – like that, that was a clear – to me that was like ding, ding, ding. I was like, oh, I could tell from the very first uh, Jarvis and Gibbs. It started off like equal, but as the match kept going, and I know we're going to dive into it I felt like there were separations. The main event, it was not like I. It was just like okay, I I don't need to see the rest of this. I already know who win, who's going to win this. Uh, the best, I think, the one that's more even is the Ellie Brooks and the Jolly match. I'm not really care about the undercard because those matches really don't mean anything.
1: But yeah, you know, there the, the loser really- brackets, and then there was some of the uh, some of the wild card fights, which which were interesting and fun to have on the card, especially a lot of the the Irish locals on there, which was a good choice, I'll say. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I mean, that's what but you mean. I you know the, I we'll talk about it once we get to it. But there was a pretty wild <laughs> moment on the undercard that I didn't know about. <laughs> Which is why the live the the live vod is not up anywhere still.
0: Okay, so the I watched what was on DAZN, which was the two women undercard, the, the losers the other ones. So Whitney and then the Danielle. So the, the, those are the two winners, and they didn't fight each other. And I thought I thought Whitney looked a lot better than she did in her first fight. Now, granted, I felt like her opponent was even when she fought Elle. I was like, ah, I mean. <laughs> She just—I don't know—and the first match I watched was the Miss D and Danielle. I thought that was pretty even, but pretty sloppy.
1: Yeah, the those two, I didn't see a lot of growth from the last one. You know, Danielleka, uh, if I remember right, she was the one that faced L, and then Danielle uh, fought Emily, maybe. I don't really, remember. I don't really remember. All I know is Whitney, Whitney and and Barbie had had the fight.
0: Whitney fought. Va- okay, Brazilian. I think. Because, yeah. because uh, well, Whitney and Barbie would have been a uh, an interesting matchup because they were yeah. both girls, but that yeah. didn't happen. Uh, I think. Yeah.
1: But as far as those un- undercard matches, you know, the the one that w- was really good to me was was Kian and Connor. Um, that was really good. Even like that was your. I've always praised it on on Jake Paul's cards as he has like pros or like people, you know, more skilled on that undercard to kind of give you that buffet feeling of, hey, here's, you know, here's influencer boxing. And then, hey, here's boxing. Go check it out. Um, You know, obviously, both of those weren't traditional boxers. One of them was a a bare knuckle boxer and then the other was an MMA star. But still, the, the skill level was there. And that, to me, that fight like flew by. <laughs> like, I, I was like, holy shit, it's, fi- it's the final round already. Damn.
0: Like I said, wow, wow that's, that's pretty interesting. And fight, like, I felt like that you know, sounds like a lot of fun. It just zoomed mm-hmm. by. Uh, yeah. That is something I would say that didn't feel like in this car. I didn't feel like any fought zoomed by. Eh, there might be like the kitty fight at first.
1: I would, to me, I, I would actually say the Gibb fight flew by for me. But that was just because of just to me, it was a thing of I wanted I wanted to see more Gib. I didn't necessarily want to see more of that specific fight. We'll get we'll get to that once we get there though. We'll get to that. So let's talk about the the four main main cards because that's that's what everybody's here for. The the thing taking
0: us to the finals. Okay. The okay, the, the pay per view on this one's called High Stakes, which is. I wish I had that. Like I remember in the first card. I forgot what the first card was called.
1: It, I, I mean, that's that's the name of the tournament. Is the High Stakes tournament? Oh, <laughs> They're right. the same. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the whole teams. tournament. So, yeah,
0: okay, because. I felt there was a lot more higher stakes in the first that first card than sure. I didn't feel like to, there was that
1: much. To be fair though, you know, that one only had the one wild card fight and then you didn't have any of the, the loser brackets. Everything was first round right. you know fight. So you
0: felt the more the intensi- the the intensity of what was going on. Sure. In that first pay-per-view, which I this one felt mm, like a normal misfits card i would say like the the, the stake so, wow see
1: i yeah, i feel opposite i, I feel and, and a, i'll preface this josh you do not you know you don't unless i send something to you, you don't watch the the face-to-faces you don't watch the press conferences you know so yeah. like i i you know it, it's the same thing pro wrestling if if all you watch, you know Depending on the company, I should say, you know, because a lot of the main companies are really good at the promo packages before fights. But um, you know, if you don't watch the TV for two weeks and then you get to the pay per view and you're like, "Why are these guys fighting?" I I could, I could understand that because for me, I would you know, I, we talked about it last week. I was ready for this pay per view. I'm like, "Let's fuck it go. This is the semifinals where we're trying to get to the finals." And it just kept going through fight week when, you know, the the public workouts, the face-to-faces, you know, different content people around the community were making. I was like, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to see who's going to be in the finals. I'm ready to see how these fights go down. And to me, you know, again, when when I watched none of these other fights were uploaded on YouTube, it was just the four tournament matchups. I was like, God damn, this is – this to me and and I'll ask you this even with this would you say these two kingpin events have more momentum than the first two misfits events
0: oh, oh def- definitely okay definitely. well because even though I said they didn't feel like their' stakes they're still like
1: they're still stakes. yeah the gravity
0: yes and I mean the commentary team I think really sells it on that uh, I forgot how I, – I, every time I hear Wade, I'm like, oh, I miss you. And then the guy Discount Maronardo, uh, more British. Uh, <laughs> oh, he yeah. Me, but I was like, he just reminded me too much of like the way he was commentary. I was like, you got some Ronaldo going on here, brother. <laughs>
1: I, th- I think it's more. Morrow has more of him.
0: In him oh, okay. So he's the image. He's the image. Okay. Okay. Yes. The, yes. The, yes. I know that this guy's. Yeah. Like, I Originated yeah. in that shit. Okay. Okay. I'll take back. I'll take that back. But uh, <laughs> yes, you, you're right. Uh, because I'm not hip to the scene, and you're the one that really tells me everything. And hell, you're the one that told me I was going to go and break bankrupt last week. Uh, and plus, I'm like, uh, I'm just in a different mindset. Um during the week where I'm like, Oh yeah, I have to watch this thing. Um so there was only two fights that I was eager to see. Just Kenny and Barbie. Just because I said last week. Barbie was yeah. for Barbie. And I thought Barbie has a ch- and ah uh, Yeah, those are the two fights I'm like, I wanna see these people again because they like Kenny, that first that first one. I'm like, oh, what is what is this? That's not what I saw in 05 where he took that. I'm like, whoa, whoa. And like and Barbie, I'm like, who's this big chick just throwing haymakers, man? So I mean, so when, when I first watched it Okay, so I, I went, immediately went to the Barbie match first, and then it spoiled the Ellie match. I was like, yeah, I, I I I, like, I, I told I
1: told you the running order, brother. I told oh, you the running order.
0: I just got it. but but yeah. I was like okay so when I watch the LA fight, I want to see it and whoo hoo Brazil was in the house again oh my god it's unbelievable unbelievable and I just feel like Jolly like where Nunes uh did not like feed on the crowd Jolly did and I think going up weight for Ellie really kind of hinder her
1: very much so it
0: it felt like ellie didn't have a counter like really have a counter because jolly had like combinations and every time ellie was getting in there boom eat a a fist boom eat a fist eat a fist and i think wade said like ellie would go in there hit a punch and kind of like back off there was no dog there was no stakes this this is when i was like wow like this is supposed to be like do or die. And I don't feel like Ellie is taking the do or die approach here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was the, the big criticism of, of her, her last fight on this tournament was yeah, we kind of like, we're, we're like, okay, like she's kind of getting shut down a little bit by fighting, you know, kind of taller, bigger opponents. And, you know, like you just said, she was doing a similar thing in that fight of she goes in, but she backs off. And you're like, you, you, You know, there was one moment where, I mean, she hit Julie with a a hard hit. And, you know, instantly you're like, you're like, go, 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 go. But she took her foot off the gas, you know. Um, I, I mean, look, you know, Elle tried to, you know, to get this crowd knowing going in, you know. This crowd wasn't going to be on her side. It was going to be on Julie's. You know, she's wearing the the Irish colors, trying to do this. Julie, but I mean, Julie had every possible advantage, you know, from the fans to her age, to her height, reach, all of it. It went to Julie. Uh, You know, uh, Elle ended up in the second round busting her open with the shot. And I mean, it was just one of those like, oh, I'm bleeding. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm going to keep punishing you. And that's just what I felt it was, is Julie just kept punishing her. Elle would go in, she would poke the bear, but then Julie would say, shouldn't have done that, bam, 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 and just, like, pushing her down.
0: Yeah, it just, it was kind of disappointing a little bit. Like, this is supposed to be, like, misfits, like, golden girl. Bro, she don't look like no golden goose anymore because, like, if she just comes back and misfits and thinks she can play like this... She ain't going to be a champion that, you know, after wet, will just, just, uh, if she's a weak champion as it is, as I, in my opinion, uh, it should be like, it should be the next match, but I'm like, I don't know if Ellie deserves that title match. I would have to see her fight again before, before I would ever book that.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I will say one, one of the, the big things, uh, is in that first round, um, She ended up getting a knockdown on Elle, but when she knocked her down, she pushed her and the referee like threw that away. It again, inexperienced. These people are novices, amateurs. They're not traditional professional boxers. That was something where I was like, hmm, you know, if Elle would have been able to kind of push things further, that could have hurt Julian in the later half of this fight, if it went down to a a decision that knockdown could have been super important, but you know, L has some work to do. I think she needs to go down to her normal weight because I think coming up was, was a huge, I commend her for it. She, she's a strong SOB. Let me tell you, but it's the same thing with, uh, with slim. Yeah. Go. Yeah, when when your best shots aren't doing damage, and we're used to seeing you put people down.
0: That's oh why so that we're visiting this again. That's why KSI the the risk of moving up weight. I mean, that we already seen two two fighters in your division go up two weights and not doing so well. Yeah. So it's like, all right, man, it's a risk, and I feel like her, like Ellie's sister, also had the same issue with the weight. Because there's like she's about the same size and had to gain that weight,
1: yeah, uh, and had had less experience boxing. I mean, oh, again, oh, oh, for oh, the 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 quarterfinals, so she had two weeks to train before yeah. the event, and you know now you know she got what was it like probably eight to ten, I'd probably say since then. So, you know, uh,
0: uh, And honestly, I, I don't think I saw an improvement. I, I
1: mean, it, it it's hard, hard to it's hard hard to um, that.
0: Barbie. <laughs> well, well, well. I'm going to transition to the next book cuz it was the Yeah, next go one. ahead. Barbie dominated. Now, I am upset that she didn't knock her out cuz like cuz but what Barbie did was what she was supposed to do. Jabs, jabs, jabs and then oh, I'm going to cock that right hand and you come any closer. Now, I commend Emily of like trying and like and, and got some good hits and I felt like I question the gas tank on Barbie. I'm questioning it because I felt like it was as the because the first, I was in the first half of the fight, Barbie dominated. And it felt like as it continued, Barbie either was like, I don't only have to work on my jabs or I'm getting tired because I didn't feel like, I think mean, once you get to the fourth round, you're like, look, I won this. I mean, like, just don't get, don't get knocked out. Right. But the, the jabs. So I felt like maybe Barbie got complacent a little bit. But, I thought that was very good, uh, a good showing, and a, and a good I would say, I think the finals for the women's is very fascinating. Dude,
1: I can't fucking wait for that match. It's gonna be so goaded.
0: Fascinating the men's, honestly. Mm. Listen, mm. I don't. I don't, I don't listen.
1: They're they're close. They're close. No, I, I will say.
0: Why I am. no? We're gonna get to the main event. There should not yeah. be close when I what I saw. Uh, but I felt like these the two the two girls are i would say quite even, and I think Barbie's a little taller, but they're the same weight, but they both got power they both and they, got-
1: they both have 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 uh their strengths and weaknesses too you know that's been the whole thing throughout this tournament is Barbie has been the you know the uh the the Goliath and the David and Goliath fights so far, and right. she still gets to continue that but Julie who she's going to be facing in the finals has power has the f- crowd support has a little bit more technical skill I would say although look I'm just going to say I will I think Julie has a more technical skill but the fact that Barbie was able to adjust throughout the fight yeah. and even just the simple fact you know you would think with these girls that don't have a whole bunch of experience, granted Barbie has a little bit more experience um, because she was supposed to fight on one of the first Misfits fights and that got pushed and then it was rescheduled and got pushed back again. You know, like the fact that she knew and could accurately keep the distance, she was testing her distance constantly. That's the whole point of using your jab effectively, especially when you are the taller, you know, longer fighter is you're trying to test that range see okay how far far away are they all right let's adjust because once you go in you want to go in land a shot then be able to get back to that distance where they can't hit you she was doing that perfectly throughout this entire fight and the she has a similar thing to gib where it, it takes her a little bit to kind of warm up maybe that first round it takes her to kind of get the engine warm. But then once she gets the engine warm, she's off. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, You know, and the big thing you have to deal with with her, she has a bigger frame. She's longer. She's lankier. You know, a lot of those KSI like windmill shots she gives looks awkward in some ways. But technique wise, they're actually being thrown pretty fundamentally it's just the fact she's more lankier. it makes it look awkward in the angles and whatnot i mean even again even in this fight barbie was not just sitting on the straight line just wasn't just looking at you straight on and trying to hit you she was finding angles and finding ways to to hit you she was using body shot upper there was an uppercut she hit early on yes. that
0: i was like oh my
1: god i was like dangerous. that would have knocked me out like
0: damn it's dangerous that barbie's getting better because that length that height and that power bro she can dominate but you know i, I i'm excited well i am looking forward to it. i wouldn't say like i'm jumping for joy here
1: just uh, come on, just let yourself be excited. Come on, brother. Just I'm let it, not, let it man. go.
0: That's let it. yourself excited. be
1: excited, brother. I come on.
0: I excited. I feel get like in the, I
1: was... get in the water, have some fun. Come on. like
0: my
1: fiance. Now that takes us to the first of the men's semifinals: a Nissan Gibb versus Jarvis. And dude, to me, oh. Look, both of these fights were uh, a very similar thing of guys just having more experience. And it's different in each of the fights for, you know, different avenues of that. But this is something, you know, go back to to the start of the show. You know, I I had a similar thing with KSI and we got to see that with, uh, you know, where I kept telling you, Oh, Hey, this, you know, he, he's, he's good. He's a little crazy, you know, on Orthodox, you know, you were always kind of like, ah, eh, you know, up until kind of the temper fight where you're like, Oh, and then even, you know, despite the ending, like even with the, uh, Poirier, uh, not Poirier <laughs> for me, fight, you know, you were like, I, I, I see it, but you know, the, the ending kind of, you know, yes. r- muddled the parade. I've been saying the same thing with Gib and last event during the quarterfinals, you were like, you know, I just don't. I don't see it. To me, this was the Gib that I've seen. That I was like, this. This is the guy. This is this is the guy who would have beat Jake Paul. Should have beat Jake Paul. Really, but just made a lot of mistakes.
0: Really, because that's not the. This is not what I, I felt. I felt like this. Was, I felt it was more of Jarvis's inexperience versus Gib just. I felt like as the fight went on, the, it, like Jarvis didn't have enough of his tools to adjust. And that's where Gibb ate his ass, basically. You know, basically beat him. But nothing Gibb did, I found and like, I've seen other boxers do better. Hell, I saw a guy do it better in the next match who should win this, this whole thing. Should. But I have some criticism when we get there. Uh, <laughs> but I just thought this match was kind of boring. Uh, because it, because mm, I, I felt like the first two rounds, I felt like they were filling each other out. I felt Jarvis was like, he was using that, like, he was like youth. He's 22 years old. I was like, oh, there's the energy. There's the, like, but all of a sudden round three, four and five. Gabe was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I've been doing this for a little bit. young blood. I got some more than just what you've been showing me. Now you can say like, wow, that's the person that would have beat Jake Paul. I didn't see that first match, so I can't say for sure. And I, if I had to watch Jake Paul versus Gibb, you know who I'm going with. So, like, I'm going with Gibb. I'm never going to root for Jake Paul. Ever. Yeah. ever, ever. But I, I didn't find him, in, like, super Omega oppressive. I, I mean, I feel like Anthony Taylor can whip his ass. I can feel like uh, Saul Palvey can whip his ass. Uh, I can feel like. Lavian Bell can whoop that ass. I because Levi because Bell, cause Bell has a, is unorthodox, and I don't think Gib can handle that. That's just my opinion. Only on two fights because even that that first fight was. I don't know, man. That first round, I, like, I,
1: I, I, I'm still completely of the thought that <laughs> to McBroom faked it. I'm still of that thought. Yeah, so he, so like, he was getting his know. ass beat, and he said, "Fuck this! I ain't doing it again."
0: It's it's to me is like the Gib. My feeling out for Gibbs and really appreciate Gibbs will be in the finals because sure. he's actually facing somebody who's just experienced and actually is going to be the underdog. He like Gibbs is going to be underdog against Kenny because he has you know the Floyd Mayweather team, all this other stuff. But nothing or that
1: that was, that was Jarvis that has.
0: Well, no, I mean like the trainer of Kenny used to train Floyd as well,
1: right? No. Da- no, day da- 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 daily is Kenny's brother. He- he's he's the one that you-, you constantly have criticized, by the way. I
0: still, I still <laughs> will do it. I will fucking still do it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, it's my- all right.
1: Da- daily doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about your opinion. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I- I'm a, I'm a I, you know, I don't know boxing. So like I'm just yeah. a fucking stupid ass mark. Whatever. I see with my eyes. That, yeah. I just... I've seen better boxers, I would say that. I have seen better boxers who probably would do more with Jarvis. I think Salt Poppy would probably knock Jarvis out with with his experience, in my opinion. I feel like these guys are not taking advantage of like the these inexperienced boxers a little bit. Like I felt like Gibbs for Gibbs to really impress me, should have knocked this kid out. But the fact that they get five. Like Gibbs is taking that risk of like that because that kid is still twenty-two, still so has that power. What if he went to the fifth round thinking I'm gonna win and Jarvis knocks him out? I'm like, okay, stop playing stop playing with your food. That's that's that is something I'm gonna say in the next fight. Stop playing with the damn food and just finish the damn thing.
1: So let me break down this fight. So to me, first off, one of the a small detail I just I just want to point out. When Gibb and Jake fought. Jake was wearing a Louis Vuitton robe and shorts and everything like that. And in this fight, Gibb wore Louis Vuitton robe. I felt like that was a nice little callback and kind of, you know, to to him, this whole tournament to Gibb and his story is very much the one of redemption. You know, that Jake Paul fight was the, you know, his first time main eventing an event, you know, on a big scale. Everybody universally was like, gib is gonna whoop jake paul's ass and there was just some stuff off at that night it was a quick one-round fight that it wasn't a actual knockout gib just kept jake just kept abusing the fact that he was a little bit taller gib has a weird kind of stance changes and he tripped tripped up it i'm not going to take that away from jake i won't i still think gib would whoop his ass regardless this fight, to me, I thought before everyone, you know, what we end up seeing in the main event, and everybody praising Kenny, you know, for for arguably, I do agree, it is arguably one of the best performances in crossover boxing so far. Before that, I was thinking the same thing for Gib because Gib was going in there like a machine. Again, like I was just pointing out with Barbie, it takes him that first round to kind of feel you out, get the engine running, get it warmed up a little bit. But from that second round on to me, look, I'm just being straight honest. I ruled every single round in Gibbs favor. You could argue maybe, maybe the first round, you know, you could argue for Jarvis, but man, it was a complete shutout and Gibb, would not stop, I talk about you know guys like k s i who seem to never have a have a bottom to their gas tank. Gib, I believe does not have a gas tank a bottom to his gas tank. He was on Jarvis constantly, and one of the big points that Jarvis and his team made throughout this week of uh of the the marketing and the promotion for this event was, yeah, Jarvis is training in the Mayweather gym, but you're just getting beat up on like. You're, 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 you're the, you're the, uh, the young boy you're, you're getting beat up on and schooled. You're cool. You're in the Mayweather gym. And, you know, there's some truth to that and, you know, some not, but at the same point, you know, one of the biggest points is early on again, like you said, the youth of Jarvis, you could see that first round again. I, I would accept, you know, it was pretty even. But the longer it went, Gib just knew how to methodically break him down. Some of those freaking body shot combinations were just... I wanted to throw up just thinking about getting hit with those. I mean, I was like, this man is not throwing soft shots. He's not playing nice. This isn't... this. Even though we've seen, like, you know, the that Tommy fight on the Global Titans card where we're like, oh, it's a glorified spar because it's so whatever. This was a a just shutout. This was not a spar. This was, I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna make you quit. And that's what I saw from Gibb throughout this entire fight was he wanted to make Jarvis quit. And Jarvis didn't. He went the full distance. And I absolutely respect that. This is something I want to make a huge point on. I want your guys' thoughts in the comments, and I want your thoughts on this, Josh. Yes. I think this is Jarvis's version of the Floyd and Deji fight, where Jarvis is going to come out of this. Again, he's newer. This is only his third fight. He's going to come, and he's going to learn so much from this fight and what he did wrong, how Gibb dismantled him, and the next time we see Jarvis, it's gonna be another story. Uh, you know, I ate crow on the the, the Deji and Swarm's fight, which, uh, you know, oh, And but that man learned a lot from that Floyd fight. He did. And I think it's gonna be the same for Jarvis here.
0: It's summertime and you know what that means. Festival season. Planning for a faster, efficient hydration is essential. Liquid IV, has you covered while you prep before, powering through to the headliner, and recovering after a long weekend. What I love about Liquid IV is how convenient the packaging is. I mean, you can put this in your bag, you can put this in your pocket. This thing could practically go anywhere. Outside of the great taste of my favorite flavor of Zulu pineapple, I really feel it makes a difference for me throughout the day and keeps me hydrated. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounce of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's non GMO free from gluten, dairy, soy, And is vegan friendly. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code T-L-U at the checkout. That's 20% off anything on your order when you shop Better Hydration today at liquidiv.com. We thank Liquid IV for sponsoring. Now, let's get back to the show. So, losses... Don't necessarily have to be bad. No. Lessons can be – losses can be like lessons. Learn your lessons. If you take an L, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to make sure you don't get that L before? This is a great transition because somebody took an L. They shouldn't have not taken an L at all. And what he's doing in this tournament is impressive. I'm talking about Jess Kinney. He lost in 5 and I ripped him to shreds because I saw Anthony Taylor beat the shit out of that boxer that Kenny lost to because Kenny was playing with this food, not being aggressive. And what he does, what does Kenny do in the first round? Oh, my God, he was aggressive. Little jabs. He's getting, little, he's getting into it. Jab, 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 jab. Like, oh, it knocks him down. I was like, whoo, this is, oh, holy hell. But, brother, as the fight continued, the old Kenny came out. Just the the cockiness, just playing with this food. I'm just, like, you know that this kid's inexperienced an and you're just fucking around. He cannot do that with Gibbs. Even though I said Gibbs was boring, I wasn't a president for him. But you're saying, but. What you right, what you did say was right about Gibbs got in that round and he got getting better and better. Kenny cannot play around with Gibbs because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if he does play, Gibbs is gonna win and Kenny is gonna be just Kenny because like here's your shining moment to be called king, the king of Kingpin, the first ever winner of the tournament. Uh mad respect, flowers all over your, you know, all over you. But what I saw in your fight, Kenny, is that you were aggressive for maybe half the fight. And then you're like, eh, I won this. And turn it into a sparring match. Motherfucker, high stakes. It's a tournament. Knock the dude out. Call it a day. What What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, doing, he was doing uh, – he didn't do this. I'm over-exaggerating. But he's like, whoa, oh, like.
1: Doing, doing Doing the little dances. Yeah, doing the shuffle. All that.
0: The total disrespect for he had on his dude, and like, and and, he, and Kenny was probably paying with this with the crowd, and he had the Beta Boys and Argentina stuff making fun of the Brazilian people. Ha ah, ah, ha ah, ah. ha I don't like the Beta Boys. I think they're corny.
1: But I, I will, I will say again, just like last event, and just like with Julia earlier, I mean, that crowd yeah, even bigger uh-huh. for Winderson was insane. It's insane. They still have a, even with this again. They still have a star in Winderson. You can sell out a pay per view with that man still.
0: So Kenny, like, like Kenny, it's all, it's all there, it's all in front of you. All you gotta do is take it serious, and you like, and especially if you if you win the finals and get a knockout, ooh, goddamn, I would eat crow, dude. I would do something. But that's that old Kenny still there, the Kenny that caused me concern, the one that lost in No. Five, where he's like playing around and. What do I keep saying, Dylan? Stop letting the judges decide the fight, and that's what Kenny does. Kenny, Kenny keeps Kenny will Kenny will play with his food to the point where it's like, look, I look good. I like my technique is the shit. My my jabs are awesome, all that stuff. I, I threw an uppercut in there. I'm gonna win that way. Don't don't bake on that because if if, it, if, it, if it's Gibbs versus Kenny and it goes to the decision how's that gonna go i I don't know i'm i'm looking forward to that finals because i want to see if kenny can finally be a king or will he revert to a jester and be a clown and all that shit
1: look like i said before this was another one where i was like holy shit this is crazy you know again i was looking forward to this fight i was like man I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see the improvements that Kenny has made, what adjustments him and Daly have made. And brother, you know, last fight, you know, I could give, you know, maybe one round to to Jarvis or maybe a draw. This, there there was just Kenny every single round, every round. And on one hand, I agree a lot with the fact of playing with your food, showboating too much. But at the same point, uh, it again, it was a whole thing of where Kenny would sit there and he would leave uh, leave something open where Wenderson could have took an advantage. And all Winderson is doing is just ha 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 funny, funny, not capitalizing on those moments. And, you know, maybe it it was, you know, uh, again, it maybe it was just the overwhelming. Oh, shit. I can't this kid is way better than I thought he was. And like, I thought I'd, he's coming at me too, too heavy than what I prepared for. That's a possibility. But that was the big thing to me is Kenny was able to do that to Josh's point because Wenderson was not taking advantage of those moments where he was leaving stuff. open. there was a complete one and a half seconds where Kenny's hands were just down. And he said, hit me. And Winterson just stood there. And I I said, "Dude, why take I I don't care if you think you're going to miss, or if you think I us again, when you're fighting, you're ultimately you're trying to make sure you don't get knocked out and get hurt. But at that same point, you've agreed to this contest. You know the risks and you know that you have to make those risks sometimes to be able to do stuff. Now, again, a uh, thing in the, the previous fight with Jarvis. Jarvis's thing is keep going forward, keep going forward. When when you're the the, the Mayweather young boy and you're just getting beat on, that makes sense because you got head guards, you got 14 ounce gloves. It's no big deal. But when you got no head guards, 10 to 12 ounce gloves, that shit hurts. That shit's dangerous. That could kill somebody. And, and you just you you gotta be able to pick stuff. I mean, I, look, as much as I have praised Kenny a lot, Sorry. his whole story, when you look throughout the, the his whole boxing career so far, I mean, the, the guy had a, a controversial finish to his first fight where <laughs> uh, there, fight. There, there was a, a whole situation there. Same thing with the, the second fight on Misfits with Sensei. And then you have that next fight, where you're 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 just like okay cool we're back on it then we get to oh five and you're like what are you what are you doing like he he goes into that shell he he's he's focused too much on being the technical boxer defensive boxer winning on points instead of you know playing into the influencer part being a little bit more exciting a little bit more flashy and i think now you know we we said you know no, 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 Brem no Kinney on that last event is is a demon, and he got even more demonic in this this fight. But I am telling you, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Josh. If he does that in the finals with Gib, he's gonna get knocked out. He's gonna get his shit rocked because you don't fucking play with Gib. I w- I, I want to say Kinney is gonna have the height advantage on Gib, which has in the future, or I'm sorry, in the past been a problem for gib and if he can put together all the defense he needs he's gonna do fine but on that same point if gib just keeps on him pedal to the fucking metal gets in there and just wallops on him i look i can't tell you who's gonna win i don't know who's gonna win but i'm ready for this fucking final i'm ready for it
0: Oh, I, you know, you know, I'm ready ready for the final because if, if Kenny loses,
1: it's going to be a, a storybook ending for the lockup.
0: End, it's going to be Jake Paul part two, man. Like, I will out the whiskey. Like, I'm going to call myself a king. Something's going to happen. But, uh, but here's the thing. I can understand. And I look at him that first run. I was like, holy shit. Like, look at that. And then he stops. I'm like, no, dude, stop. Stop it! Just stop. You're not Muhammad Ali because Muhammad Ali would do that shit and knock his dude out. You are just like letting the dude survive. If you're gonna do all that, knock the dude out, then do all the fun shit. I mean, like, I feel like he's asking. We were like, "Oh, stop! Like, stop being so technical and be more flashy." He's like, "Okay, now he puts the flashy to eleven, and now he's like, Woo. And I'm like, "No, no, 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 tone it down a little bit. Like, we love like the technique a little bit, but we just want you to be more like." just more more aggressive I would say not a dick
1: aggression is is the thing ultimately that I wanted to see after that that fight on misfits is I wanted to see th- he has all the skills in the world I mean th- he out of everyone he genuinely does and I said this all the way back then he is the one that looks the most like a actual yeah. boxer to me and that's because he's training with actual boxers and being trained by his brother who was a boxer Who's not treating this like a game, like a like influencer shit? Oh, well, well, well. He's treating he's treating it for real.
0: Well, he's treating it like he he's being smug about it, and that's what I'm getting. He's treating it like he he is better than everybody, but he's treating it he's treating it like he's disrespectful for his other boxers. Where where it's like if Gibbs listen, if Gibbs performed like he did against Jarvis, then I'm like. Then if, okay, so if Gibbs wins, I will look at that Jarvis fight and go, okay, maybe I misread this. Maybe I was so focused on, like, ah, oh, the experience of Jarvis and not really understanding the the brilliance or the uh, technical forward to that uh, Gibbs has because I, I think he's boring. And I have Kenny where I'm just like, you're an asshole you're in the ring. Uh, you're too flashy. you're You're aggressive, but then you're not aggressive. You can't decide what you want to be um it's gonna be an interesting final i would say i i, I but ew, if i had oh
1: i i i've literally been talking to people all all today like i i don't know anyone who can concisely say this person's gonna win i i just can't i they're they're two very similar but very different
0: fighters if kenny comes out like he did in that first round, for all five rounds, he should win. He should win because he looked when Wade's like, "This is the best performance I've ever seen." I'm like, eh, "No, Anthony Taylor beating Salt Poppy is still the most <laughs> impressive thing we've seen," uh, because like Salt Poppy was supposed to be like unbeatable. Oh my god! And Anthony Taylor was like, after he got his loss, came back and beat one of the like the, the premier guys, uh, someone that you know. Is is uh Kenny fighting Top Poppy? No, is Kenny fighting uh, Anthony Taylor? I no. knew So I mean, I'm interested to see because like I feel like the final should be the best performance that Kenny should have. This should be the crowning moment. This should be the blossoming. This should be the the thing that Kenny wish like everything that everybody told me that Kenny was supposed to be here. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to happen now. If it doesn't, it never will.
1: And I mean it's it's an interesting story too, Josh, because you have that on both sides too. You know, obviously you're you're more, you know, we we have our own little kind of storyline here with Kenny on, on our <laughs> show. But I'm I mean when you look back, look back at at the history of this influencer and crossover boxing thing, at the start, you know, there was the three main guys, the three Kings, if you will, you know, that was KSI, there was Jake Paul, and then there was Logan. And then you had these guys like, uh, like, uh, Gib. You had people, uh, like, uh, fuck the, the guy who just retired, uh, got beat by Nick LMAO on that one card. Uh, I can't think of it. Uh, uh, J uh, J Swingler, that's who it was Jay oh, Swingler,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and 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 Deji, and like, where were these other other guys who are kind of competing for that fourth and I would say final like pillar guy pillar pillars pillar of, yeah the, the pillars, pillars well yeah.
0: I wouldn't say because Logan hasn't fought I would say that there's see still- I, I I agree I
1: agree I, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. wholeheartedly. So, I I think Lo, the only thing Logan has is that if he came back and did a fight, it would be a box office thing. That right. and that and it's the same thing with like wrestler of the year. Is it Roman Reigns cuz he's the box office or is it, you know, someone it's hard cuz business but, okay, works. So
0: I would say the pillars of the influencer game right right now is Jake, KSI, Salt Poppy, because of all the exposure that Salt Poppy has had to the point where professional boxing look at him going, hey, come over here. Come over here. Makes him a pillar. Now, here's an opening where King Kenny can set his claim.
1: And same with Gibb. Both of hey. both of these guys. Look, I, you, you you got, okay. again. If, Gibb's this,
0: win, if Gibb wins the tournament, yes.
1: Be, because wins. even taking that out, you have to think again, whoever wins this tournament, I argue, especially, you know, if, if we're wanting to keep the, the crossover side slight adjacent, you know, KSI and Jake kind of on one side and the, all these guys on the other, I think whoever wins this tournament goes up to, goes up to the top. They are right there, right below KSI and Jake. So either, either one of these men, are that final pillar, that final king to be crowned. And it's important for both of these guys. And like you just said, I'm gonna say it for both of these guys because it works for both of these guys. If it's not in the finals of this tournament, it's never gonna happen for the other person.
0: You no, know, especially because it's, like, it's the first time this tournament's going on. You're looking at your best. If you lose, what other, like, how are you gonna get this opportunity again? You can win the belt, but like, you could have been the first ever winner of a, of a tournament, of a boxing tournament.
1: And, I mean, you have to even think this was something they brought up on commentary during Jarvis and uh, Gibb. Is like, in the same way that Misfits was made for KSI, slightly different because he actually owns the company and has business stake in it. This tournament was built the same way with Gibb because Gibb was the high contract, big name. Hey, you're here. He's part of this tournament. He denied Misfits contract. He denied fighting Floyd Mayweather in Exhibition. He denied all this stuff to come do this tournament. And, you know, that's weighed on Gibb's, you know, plate. Like, if Gibb doesn't win, well, this, w- I think this was a point you even made, uh, made in last week's episode. It was Taylor made for you, this tournament. And if you lose, what does that do for you? But if you win at the same point, it was made for you. You know,
0: I almost said this tournament was made for Kenny. Like I, it, the way that Kenny is approached the two rounds have been like, he's been, he's laser focused to win that thing. Yeah. Kind of. Once, once he realized that this is not on his level, he's like, Oh, I'm going to play, Master and apprentice here, and I'm just going to whoop, whoop, whoop. Like I said, be careful because you try to sun somebody, and somebody some people don't like being sunned. So, no. But Dylan, I think we exhausted this thing. I think that people understand our point. Where can they find this beautiful podcast? You
1: can watch the video version of this here on YouTube. We're coming up on 500 subscribers, by the way and facebook watch facebook video i don't know what the fuck it's called now uh you can also listen to us on the go anywhere on spotify on apple Podcasts, amazon music google Podcasts, zencaster anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find the lockup and you can get in the ring with us and josh where else can they find
0: us oh i mean instagram if you follow us you can follow us on Instagram because Dylan has some things of brewing on there. We're on the Twitter spheres and as long as Twitter's still around, we'll be on- Yeah, as long as
1: Twitter survives I don't know. They're kind of being you know, it is what it is.
0: Also, I mean if you if you you know if you like our content, I have another content I can share. It's called the Look Back. Well, the pilot did premiere on my birthday and the we're getting the rest of the season filmed, and that will premiere on September 30th. You'll find it here on this channel on YouTube. If you subscribe, hit that notification button, and hit that bell. Because, you know, Wednesday you get the lockup, and pretty soon on Saturday you're going to get the look back. And I'm telling you, man, the second episode we we uh, me and Frankie went over... The times,
1: we really appreciate you guys, of course, leaving comments down below. We love reading those, connecting with you guys. We're continuing to do more stuff, connecting with you guys over on Instagram and Twitter. So, we appreciate you guys for joining us inside the ring. And next week, we'll see you for our coverage of Misfits
0: 008. Oh, God. Oh,
1: God. Let's go. Hopefully, they don't go bankrupt.
0: Well, I mean, not five year
1: <laughs> Five year deal.